We're into the second cycle of our Life Journeys series where we track the lives of a series of West Australians across the year. This week we're checking in with Annie Abbott. Annie's blind and when we met her at the start of Life Journeys, she'd just been paired with Millie, her first seeing eye dog. Annie and Millie were in Victoria at the time for a few weeks of intensive training, but they're home now and they're with me in the studio now. Hi, Annie. Hi, Gillian. And hello, Millie. You've got her with you. She's just beautiful. Thank you. She is. She looks very settled and comfortable. And when did you get home? We've been home for a month and we've had extensive training once we got back to Perth because Millie was born in Melbourne and, of course, doing training in Melbourne is totally okay for Millie because she knows the areas of training. However, coming to Perth and a place that she's never been to before, we needed to just to follow up basically not so much the training of Millie but to follow up in places that I need to go to every day in everyday life. Hairdressers, dentists, friends, that was quite intensive. The settling in period particularly in my home was extremely interesting because she's realised that she's no longer having to go back to a kennel where they've been put in a kennel at night and they've actually had to stay there. So She's actually realised she has this home of freedom. So she walks around and has definitely made her mark outside and um, she feels very comfortable and she knows that it's home already. She's just started to realise that more as a permanent fixture. We recently, or actually the weekend just passed, we went to Mandra. It only took her a half a day really to settle into this new home. But as soon as we got back home... She realised it was home, got all excited at the door and yeah, very interesting. So she's enjoying it and I'm enjoying it very much. Yeah. And I, I guess she's also the, the bond that you're developing together as well. She's also getting used to you belonging to her and, and vice versa. Yes, I'm, um, I was surprised how quick the bond was in Melbourne, but particularly since I've been home, when there's no other people in the home and there's no other distraction, and it's just basically Millie and myself, I never believed that you could actually get that close to one animal, <laughs> particularly. And I mean, I had no idea of the closeness of the relationship, and it just the bond just grows. And they're wonderful companions as well as a working dog. Once they're at home, of course, they're not working. But she's an extremely good watchdog. And I realised that situation when we had a prowler two weeks ago. Oh, goodness. And um, actually went to my back door thinking that Millie just wanted to go outside and that there may have been a cat. And um, however, she bolted to the back corner of the fence and a person said some very nasty things. (laughs) Some very nasty (laughs) swear words, which I won't repeat. (gasps) And then I realised it was actually a person there. Oh, you must have been terrified. That person will not be back because Millie will make absolutely certain of that. Oh, good girl, Millie. Yes. So I was amazed of how, you know, her skills is just not not a guide dog so much as a watchdog. So take us back to when we last spoke to you. You'd met Millie and you had two weeks of training in Victoria and you're about to start the last week. The last week was extremely intensive and I think by the third you're extremely tired because mentally and physically it's a very demanding process 
you're trying to remember everything that you've been taught. The final week of the night walks. Well, yes, that was very interesting. I had a couple of mishaps where Millie had taken me from the footpath onto the road and I couldn't understand why because I didn't realise what she was doing. What an actual fact happened was there was a um, construction company that was doing some work and a gate had blown open. And, of course, it was across the footpath, but I didn't know that. And so she was taking me around, finding her way to get back up to the footpath. Oh, clever girl. Very clever girl. But I guess it would take a while till you build up confidence and your immediate reaction would be to feel quite nervous. Yes, because I realised I was on a road and that made me feel quite vulnerable, I suppose would be a good term. But um, I got back up to the footpath and she was a little restless after that. And I couldn't understand why. But apparently there was a gentleman behind me that I couldn't hear, which was his normal journey for his walk. And, of course, my trainer knew that he was there and I was quite safe, but I didn't. And Millie kept trying to turn around to tell me that there was someone behind me. But with the inexperience that I had at the time, she's doing this for a reason, but I don't know what it is because when you can't see that there's somebody behind you, and rely on your hearing. Yeah, however, she got me home and she relaxed as we got closer to home because the person was no longer behind us, and we made it. How extraordinary. It was very interesting. And how long does it take? Do you feel that confidence now, or is it still developing? No. I feel totally confident. We've had a couple of traffic incidents where I've been walking along Albany Highway, got to a main set of traffic lights, And the light has changed to green. The man has changed to green to to go ahead. Uh, Millie never, ever takes off straight away. She always hesitates when the light changes and looks, then proceeds. And a car went straight through the red light and she stopped immediately. Now, she hadn't stopped. Well, then we won't be here to tell the story. So you're... Your confidence in your dog is, and my confidence in Millie is, yeah, phenomenal. And I, she has proven to me twice, three times already that I can totally trust her. So it's been great. And I remember one of the things also that you said when we first spoke that confidence in your environment was one of the things you were really hoping to get out of having this relationship with a seeing eye dog. And has that met your expectations? Yes, and I think it has met my expectations greatly. Um, I'm surprised of how quickly I think that I'm a a reasonably independent person. Most people tell me I'm extremely independent and very stubborn. My family would tell me that. but um, Families are like that, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) But they're probably right. I've been surprised of how quickly the confidence has grown. I also think it's probably because you don't feel alone because you're not alone with just a cane in your hand anymore as as a working tool. But to have a dog is a totally different thing. Um, but she has given me a lot of confidence. I've been to a karaoke evening already, which I used to enjoy with a, a very dear friend of mine called Dave, um, who's my dancing partner in, in past years and a very dear friend. And we love karaoke. So we've taken Millie already. That was a very interesting experience as everyone wanted to come up and pat her. And she just, she was marvellous, just laid under the table and... 
Very good. Yeah. I was concerned about the noise level. Um, she was a little nervous a couple of times, but yes, I feel that I can actually now go anywhere, whether it's daytime or nighttime. That's and fantastic. And I've never felt, I haven't felt that I could go anywhere at night before. Not that I would ever travel in a taxi by myself at night. I still don't feel confident enough to do that with Millie, but I would certainly go out with other people. Settling her into the house, do you have to go, do the two of you have to go through learning, does she have to learn the art, the how your house is set out so that she, she's no. comfortable? Or is that because you're so familiar with it, she doesn't need to know where everything is, she just learns that, picks Correct. that up? yeah. When she first arrived, I mean, I let her sniff every room and every smell that she could possibly do just to make her feel com- comfortable. And so she actually has free run of the home. She just has the free range of the house inside and out, tells me what she wants when she wants it. But once you walk out that front door and she's harnessed and you're on a lead, it's a to- she's a totally different dog. She's a working animal. To say that I'd have to be strict, I think I can be a little bit soft. But not with Millie. You you can't afford to be soft with a guide dog. You have to be very firm in your instructions so that they know that you are the person that's giving them those instructions. Otherwise, she would be telling you what to do. And it can't be that way with a guide dog because you're entrusting your life in their hands, especially in traffic. So you have to be very firm with them when they're a working dog. But and then home, at home, soft as hot butter. Absolutely. Soft, <laughs> playtime, yes, everything. Yes. Annie, it's just been so wonderful to have you in the studio and to meet Millie as well. And I just can't wait to catch up with you again in six weeks and see where you're at. It's been a pleasure. Annie Abbott, and she's our guest on Life Journeys and Afternoons.